paying rent with $16 per hour job. That is going to be interesting. I'm a 19-year-old college student and recently got a job that pays $16 an hour, making about $2,100 a month after deductions. Would it be possible to move out and pay rent? I'd most likely get a roommate since the rent in New Jersey is pretty high. Would paying $500 to $800 per month with my budget be sustainable? Like the general rule of thumb in terms of like housing is to try to like spend no more than basically 25% of your take home pretty much. So what, $2,100 times 25%. You're basically looking at $525 a month that you should be paying for housing. So if you can find a rental situation with roommates where it costs you $525 a month, then that is technically feasible. But you also got to factor in, like, what does it cost to actually get you to your job? Are you going to be spending hundreds of dollars to go to your job? Like, does that make sense? In that case, it might actually make more sense to potentially maybe find something slightly more expensive closer to the work so that maybe you could actually just walk to work. Because if that's the case, then it might actually be way worth it, right? It might be worth spending, like, 700 bucks a month if you could literally walk five minutes to your job, right? So it's just something to really think about, which a lot of people don't think about. A lot of people don't really factor in the transportation cost to get to their job. So keep that in mind. But yeah, I think that would be pretty feasible. Let's see some of these comments. You need a few roommates. Good luck. Honestly, I'd stay home as long as you can and try your best to do a test run on your proposed budget. Put your rent and other pretend apartment expenses in a high-yield savings account and see how viable it actually is for you. Life is expensive, but tons of people do it. Just sucks living paycheck to paycheck with no emergency savings. I agree. If you're cool with living like a poor college student, $500 to $800 per month should be doable, but tight. Staying at home until you have a paid-off car and decent emergency fund saved up will make it a lot easier and less stressful. If you haven't already learned to cook while at home too, this will save you a lot of money once you move out. Now that I've tasted the finer things in life, like spending $5 on a beer without worrying about making rent this month, I'd never go back to that lifestyle. But at no point in your life will being kind of poor be so much fun, just... Let's see. You'd need to build out a full budget to know if you can afford this or not. You have about $2,100 net income monthly. Fill out a spreadsheet and add line items for all your expenses. You're estimating $500 to $800 for rent. Does that include utilities? If not, you need to add in money for that. Yeah, you should definitely try to find something that includes utilities. Here are some guesses at what I'd expect a person to have for expenses, utility, gas, electric, internet, food, groceries, and eating out, household items like shampoo and soap and paper towels, laundry, cell phone, car payment, car insurance, gas, and any hobbies, or going out with friends, clothes. Come up with numbers for all that kind of stuff, add it up, and see if it balances out. 
Yeah. I agree. I pretty much agree with all of them, right? Because here's the thing. Stick with that 25% of, like, take-home in terms of, like, what you should, like, allocate to your housing. But also keep in mind, the closer you are to your work, the probably more expensive housing is going to be. But if it, like, cuts out so much more cost in terms of everything else, then it would potentially be worth it. But if you could stay at home still, that would obviously probably be a lot better because you could put money into a savings account. You could potentially end up having an emergency fund. Like if you're able to save up an emergency fund before doing this, before going out on your own and like renting, you would be in a much better financial position than probably anyone else your age, right? Because I believe the... I believe the ratio of people who basically don't have like more than five hundred dollars in like a in their savings account to pay like a like an emergency expense is like forty something percent. Something crazy. Like uh how many Americans can afford a let's just say one thousand dollar emergency so according to a recent survey only 39% of Americans could afford a $1,000 unplanned expense like damage from a leaky sink or a broken down car more than one third of households had a major unexpected expense last year Younger millennials were the most likely of all age groups to borrow from family or friends in an emergency situation, while older millennials were those most likely to reduce spending on other things. Ooh. And in 2023, 25% of Americans would take on credit card debt to cover a $1,000 emergency expense and pay it off over time, a record percentage since polling started in 2014. Like This kind of goes to show you just how bad the actual situation is. So if you could like stay at home for at least a few months so that you could save up some form of an emergency fund, at the very least like a three-month emergency fund, then go and do it because this is such a bad situation to be in. Like think about that. What this means is that 61% of Americans can not afford a $1,000 unplanned emergency. Like, $1,000 in the grand scheme of things is actually not a lot of money, right? So that is extremely scary. That's extremely scary, right? To, like, not be able to afford that. That's why if I was that individual, I'd probably do everything I can to try to, like, stay home, or have basically almost no living expense just so that I could at the very least save up some form of an emergency fund because no one should be in this situation where you basically have to borrow on a credit card to pay for the expense. And by doing that, right, if you are forced to actually put that emergency on your credit card, that's going to put you into a very vicious cycle where you may never get out of that credit card trap basically right 
because you got that credit card debt because you didn't have enough money in an emergency fund to pay for the emergency. So now you're basically getting screwed on interest rates because you didn't have that money in the first place. You still don't got that money and you probably won't get that money because you haven't changed any of your habits or anything. So is it really bad? Oh, wow. Hold on, wait. So in 2016, Bankrate.com reported that only 37% of the U.S. adults had enough savings to pay for a $500 car repair. Mm. That's bad. That is, like, extremely bad. If you want to learn how I got a debt and grew my net worth, go to 40 or go down below. But... Try your best to avoid this type of situation. This is a very dangerous situation. And the worst part about these types of situations is that if something goes wrong, and pretty much not if, but when something goes wrong, things are going to basically compound on you in a very negative way, right? Because like if you had the emergency fund, You'd pay the emergency and then basically refund the emergency fund when you can, and you basically just don't care, right? Like, for example, if something happened to me personally where I had like a $1,000 emergency that I pay for, yeah, it'd suck. I wouldn't want to lose that money, but I wouldn't care, right? Like, it wouldn't actually like be like a painful emergency where I'm stressing out all that time and all that kind of stuff, but... If I had no emergency fund and I had to use a credit card to pay for this, then I have basically no money in my account. I owe money on stuff that I could not afford in the first place, and I can't even probably barely afford the minimum payments. Maybe I could pay the minimum payments, but that's going to take, what, like the next 10, 15 years on like a $1,000 emergency because I got no money, like no cash flow. No way to just get rid of it in a quick manner. Like, that would be a pretty bad situation to be in. Now, obviously, the person is, like, trying to, like, their best to... Okay. Yeah. Now, obviously, this person is only, like, 19. You're just getting, like, a new job, basically. But still, like, get an emergency fund... Then do this whole rental situation. Then potentially try to find a job that will pay you more. Or get some sort of certification or skill set or something to boost your income. Because you don't want to stay at $16 an hour forever, right? You want to be able to potentially bring in like four grand a month, five grand a month, six grand a month, ten grand a month, right? Just something to think about.